Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I am your host, Sherry Miter, and I am so excited to bring to you uh, today's podcast, But before we jump in, and just to let you know what we're talking about today, first of all, so we are going to talk about um, some steps that I have for you to hit your goals using your strengths, the power of your own God-given strengths. Because when we can approach a goal based on what we're already naturally good at and do it our way, we're way more likely to hit that goal and it's going to feel easier And we're going to have more joy in not just the journey, but in the success of it versus if we try to do things somebody else's way and the way, you know, this person does it or that person does it. We need to figure out what works best for us based on our own natural strengths and talents. And that's the topic of today. But again, before we jump in, I just want to share some news with you. So If you've been following me this last year, you have probably seen that my business has morphed a few times, and I think that's normal for most new business owners, unless you're like crystal clear from the get-go what you want to do. And pretty much everybody I know that's in business has these changes. They have these points of like, okay, I thought we were going in this direction, but we're going to shift slightly. And it doesn't mean we do this full 180, but it's just little, little changes, little changes, little changes until you get to that place that feels like, ah, this is it. And I've been doing that a lot. (laughs) And I want to share with you one more little shift that you will start noticing over the next um, few podcasts, how things are starting to change a little bit. Now, the emphasis is still going to be on working with entrepreneurs and leaders. That is not changing. But you will notice that there will be a deeper um, sense of me staying in my roots, which is network marketing. I've been in network marketing for over 26 years, and I want to stay in that realm. I want to stay with supporting, not that I'm going to stay in network marketing, but I want to stay supporting high achieving leaders in network marketing so that I can help them tap into their strengths and talents to achieve their goals. Because honestly, the past 26 years enabled me to raise my family, support my family, um, you know, add great income to our lifestyle and have that freedom and flexibility to be there when the kids were little, when the kids were teenagers, and now as an adult, that freedom that my husband and I enjoy. So I'm very passionate about that, and I want to help others have that too. I don't want to be in network marketing as a leader anymore, but I want to support those leaders. So you're going to start noticing that I speak to those 
women and men more often than not now. So I hope that's okay with you. And if you're not in network marketing and never want to be in network marketing, I hope you still continue to listen to the show because most of what I share is going to be valuable for everyone. So anyway, I hope that resonates with you. And of course, if you know of a leader in network marketing who would benefit from this show, then definitely send them my way. Send them the podcast links and let them know that this is definitely for them. So you're still going to see a strong emphasis on tips, tools, and support to marry your strengths with your business. Again, no matter what business you're in or what how you lead a team. All right. Did you know, this is one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this, that over 25 million people are already using their Clifton Strengths Assessment to thrive at work and life. And I am on a mission to show high-level network marketing leaders how to tap into their God-given talents so they can sail to their next level without burnout or overwhelm using my Strengths-Based Success Method. And if you would like more information on that strengths-based success method, reach out to me, shoot me a DM on Facebook, or you send me an email at sherrymiterco at gmail.com. Okay, enough about that. Let's get into today's topic. And I'm talking about hitting year-end goals. And some of you might be like, okay, Sherry, if you're listening to this, I'm recording this on May 27th. And you may be thinking, why are you talking about hitting year-end goals? It's May. Well, for the past 26 years, this has been the end of the year for me. You see, in the network marketing I'm in, um, or was in, our year ended in June 30th. So this time of year was when we were really getting in high gear to wrap up our year, hit our year-end goals. And also set, get set things set in place to launch the new year. So it was a time that was or is filled with a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings of anxiousness, excitement, disappointment sometimes if we knew our goals were so far gone and often overwhelm. Um, I personally love the finish. I thrive in that environment, that high high energy place, but I know a lot of my friends didn't like the finish. And don't worry, no matter which place you fall into, whether you thrive in that environment of the finish or you can't stand it and you want consistency, I'll adjust both of you. So today we are going to talk about the finish. So this is for those of you that have some big goals you're working on. Um, And you want to just tap into your strengths and talents so that you can finish those goals. And then in the next episode, I will start talking to those of you who are ready to, you don't like the finish, but you want to launch into the new year uh, using your strengths. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. So it is so important to take the time to get a plan in place that aligns not just what you want, but what strengths you and your team members have. And when you can do this, it is like gold to creating a plan that will help you achieve these goals in a way that will leave you feeling extremely proud of yourself and your team. So I have five steps, five steps that we're going to cover today. So if you are finishing that big goal, first of all, congratulations. 
you know it can happen. You're at a place that um, you know with a solid plan and your head down, getting to work and focus, it's within reach. It may be a big stretch. And believe me, I have had so many big stretch wins and I've seen others complete big stretch wins in the month of June. It's crazy, but I know it takes these steps that I'm going to go over with you to get it done. So keep your eye on that goal. It's not over yet. You can do this. I believe in you. I know it can happen. So if that's you, let's talk about these steps. So first of all, know exactly what you need. Break it down into the dollar amount you need to finish that goal or the numbers that you need to finish that goal. And the numbers might be products sold. It might be adding new team members. Um, So let's say that you are about to finish that prestigious pink Cadillac. Um, I've been there, done that. And you need to know your team's strengths. Right now is not the time to start teaching new skills. So if your team is strong in recruiting and team building, then you need to break it down to how many new team members do you want to add to your amazing team? So focus on the team building strategy. If on the other hand, your team is strong in sales like they can sell product like nobody's business. Um, you want to stay focused on how on a product goal or a selling goal. So how many products does your team need to sell? Or how much in dollars does your team need to sell? So again, this is not the time to create new strategies, new, new education on team building or sales. It's the time to you know, get strong in what you're already good at and what your team is already good at. The new year, you can teach the new skills to have that balance. So number one, just know what you need. Break it down by either dollars if you're strong in sales or numbers if you're strong in team building. Number two, know what you can do to rally your troops based on your strengths. So this is where Strengths Finders comes in at the Clifton Strengths Assessment. And if you know what how you lead, this can help you be a better leader. So if you lead with the influencing themes like maximizer, command, or activator, you are naturally great at creating excitement about hitting the goals. You will want to be very visible. You might want to create daily motivational videos. Uh, obviously have a weekly Zoom meeting or in person if you can do that now. Your team loves and needs to hear from you to believe it can happen. You are really good at breathing that belief into people and they will follow your lead based on the excitement that you generate when they're in your space or they hear your voice. So you need to be really, really visible to your team and let that influencing theme come out and shine. If, on the other hand, you lead with relationship building theme like Relator, Woo, Positivity, you might want to spend one-on-one time with each consultant and let them know how they play a part in the team. Weekly meetings to build that esprit de corps, 
perhaps you are already really good at this and you want to just do more of it. Those notes of encouragement, usually people high in relationship building, they're so good at writing personal notes. You want to talk about the big party you will have when it is done. And your strength is making everyone feel like they matter, which they do, but you are naturally gifted at that. So really work hard at just making sure that you are building those strong relationships and spending time with those people who matter to the team and getting letting them know how important, no matter big or small, they play in this team success. Okay, if you lead with the executing theme, like focus, responsibility, discipline, your personal work ethic will help you get your part done. But here's a caveat. Here's a, here's something I see happen with people that sometimes they're so strong in executing, they just get in this mentality of, you know what, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm not going to rely on my team. I can't trust anybody to do their part. I am just going to go out and do my thing. And there's a place for that sometimes, but if you really want to be a strong leader, which I know you do, then you want to make sure that your team is part of this win. But because you're going to get frustrated (laughs) if people aren't pulling their weight and doing their part because you lead with executing, it's important to pick the right people to run with. So you want to make sure that you find the workers in your team who will run alongside with you. Your tendency, again, might be to do it all alone, but if it's a team goal, it's worth finding the key players. You might want to uh, follow the Pareto principle, which can be summarized, and I'm sure you've heard it before, that 80% of results are produced by 20% of the people. So it's important for you to find that 20% who have goals and a good work ethic like you, and really run with those people. Be there for your team. Perhaps you've outsourced that. You have things in place that others can kind of make sure the team feels involved, but you really focus in on your part and those few people that will run with you that you know you can trust. Okay, the next theme, perhaps you lead with strategic thinking. And these themes could be futuristic, strategic, ideation. And a word of caution for those of us that lead with strategic. I actually lead with influencing and strategic. Um, Don't stay stuck in strategic mode too long. (laughs) Um, We love to strategize when we lead with strategic but you can't strategize all month. (laughs) You need to create a plan and go with it. Put your blinders on and just get to work. Um, You will probably thrive having a big goal chart where you can track those numbers or those dollars daily. Create a huge thermometer that your team can see. Let them know where you are. And again, let each member know what part they can play and then stay on top of these numbers. And you would probably do really well having, um, I've done this before where we knew we had to sell maybe a hundred items. You know, we picked an item and we would sell a hundred of it. And everybody knew their goal was to sell five of them. And I knew that if everybody just sold five, we would hit our goal. And that always worked really well for me because my my team did, our strength was in sales. 
And we did some team building too, but usually the sales piece always, when I really needed to hit a goal, I would just dive into that part of it. And of course, not everybody's going to sell five, but some will sell 10 or 15. But it was gave everybody a place to play and we would just track those items. And it was so fun to just watch the... Um, you know, I'd have huge squares. That was always my husband's job. Is like, okay, create a chart. We need a hundred squares. And we would just color in the squares as we sold those items. And watching that fill in was just so motivating. And I let the team know where we were. So that was always so fun. So if you lead with strategic, that is a really good plan of action. Okay. So figure out which way do you lead and get to work on that. That was number two, know how you can rally your troops based on your strengths. Number three, once you know your plan, now you got to let your team know. So once you know your plan, let your team know. Borrow a little bit from the relationship building theme, even if that's not where you lead, to make sure they all know that they can be a part of this big win and why they matter. This is a time to really let everybody in the team know, because sometimes it's that one person who orders once a year that says, do you need me to order this month that can push you over the goal, over that finish line. So don't discount anybody at this point. Prizes and recognition are always good incentives to have. People love to be recognized for doing a good job. And of course, there are the people that are prize motivated. But your key people, you want to know how do they really like to be recognized? Now, we're not going to dive deep into that, but this is where having a strengths-based organization is really super helpful. Because if you know your key people's strengths, you will also start to learn how they want to be recognized. Some people want to be recognized um, With recognition in front of a group, some people like to have that quiet recognition behind the scenes or maybe in front of their family, maybe be recognized on Facebook where their friends and family can see it. Some people, it is the prize, it's the bobble. And for some people, it's like for me personally, I would work my butt off to be able to speak. I wanted to be recognized by earning the privilege of being able to share in front of a group. So I would work my butt off for that. I didn't care about the the prize, the diamonds, the anything. That wasn't the motivator to me. The motivation was, or the prize that I loved was being able to speak and share and pour into others and know that my ideas were valid and being validated, I guess, is what that would be. So knowing how your key people like to be recognized is so vital all the time. And we'll dive into that in another future episode. So number four, know how you will celebrate with your team and your family. Let them all know, but here's the thing. Don't spend time yourself planning that celebration right now. Actually, better yet, Delegate that to a team member who loves to be a part of the team, but really isn't strong in sales and team building. That team member may not play a significant part in the actual um, process of winning, but she loves to play a part in the team. 
So ask her to delegate. She's probably high in relationship building. If you do the disc, she's probably an S personality. Ask her to play in the celebration um, and release that to her. She will feel so validated, so rewarded based on that. Um, or if you have a family member that loves that, maybe the uh, you know your mom or a sister or a daughter that loves to celebrate um, you but doesn't want to be a part of your team, that's another place they could that another person that could play that part very well for you. But what is helpful to you right now is knowing how you're going to celebrate with your team. And I want you to sit every morning and just sit with that thought as you're having your morning cup of coffee. Just think about what that's going to feel like when you finish the goal. What is it going to feel like every week as you get closer and closer? What is it going to feel like when you've had a really successful day? Imagine that in your mind. Play it out over and over and over again. So the more you can create that, the more likely it is to happen. And then repeat that process at night before you go to bed. So the last thing you're thinking about is how successful, how wonderful, how excited you're going to feel once you've achieved this goal. And five, the last one and the most important part. Well, actually, I don't know if it is the most important part, but without this, it's not going to (laughs) happen. And that's get to work and know that you've got this because you spent the time doing the other steps. You've got this. So quick review. Number one, know what you need. Break it down to the dollars or numbers based on what your team is strong at. Number two, Know what you can do to rally your troops based on your personal strengths. Number three, once you know your plan, let your team know the plan and how they can play a part. Number four, know how you will celebrate with your team and your family. Let them know, delegate the plan to somebody, and then visualize the celebration every morning and every night. And number five, get to work. Know that you've got this. All right, friends, if you need more support in this, um, maybe you have some questions about what we covered today or you're not quite sure on some things, uh, reach out to me. I love to hear from my listeners. So you can shoot me an email at sherrymiterco at gmail.com. We can even hop on a 30-minute, no obligation, call, connect with me. I'm going to put my uh, calendar link in the show notes so you can book a 30-minute um call with me. We can go over this. I want to see you succeed. That is my goal. I want to see you win this month or, you know, by the end of June, if you're a Mary Kay or whatever network marketing business you're in. Um, You can also hit me up in the DMs on Facebook. I hang out there way too much. Um, Here's the other thing too. If you're not sure what theme you lead with and how to use your strengths to hit your goal, not just at the end of the year, but every month, I do have a 90-day program to take you from discovering your strengths, or I like to also call them, also known as your superpowers, to using them to successfully hit your goals in a way that feels almost easy to you. And here's what I know to be true. Most high-level network marketing leaders are stressed out and working way too hard to reach their goals. And as a former network marketing leader myself and a Gallup certified coach, I can show you how my strengths-based success method can increase your sales of your team, give you more time freedom, and help you sail to the next level. Now, this program is one-on-one personal coaching with me, and it's for those of you who are already in a leadership position 
who are seriously, I mean seriously ready to go to the next level. I'm opening up six spots for the summertime. So we'll start in June and take you through. It's a 90-day program. We'll take you through June, July, August. But I only have six spots available because, hey, I want to enjoy the summer too. (laughs) And this takes a lot of my time because I truly pour into you in this program. So if you're curious to learn more, and again, you want to jump on a no-obligation call to learn more about that, same thing. Find the link below. And let's see if you're a fit for this program. Um, And or again, if you need support on what we covered. But I am so blessed that you listened to this show all the way through. Thank you for doing that. And if you know of somebody who would benefit from them, this, maybe you're not in network marketing, but you have a friend who is. Send them this podcast. Let them know how this might support them in reaching their goals. And whether they're wrapping up at the end of the year or they're just, um, you know, in the middle of the year, it doesn't really matter. These are tips that can help you at any place on the career path or any place, any place, <laughs> I need more coffee, any place along the year but definitely as you're finishing up some big goals. And if you are finishing up those big goals and these tips help, when you finish them, let me know what did you achieve. I really want to hear from you. Or if you really want to be accountable, send me a DM note now and let me know, okay, Sherry, I'm taking your advice. This is what I'm working on. And I'll let you know when it's done. All right, friends. Thanks for now for listening to the show. 